Welcome to another episode of NY Just Fans Podcast with host Davin Sharman and Chris. Please make sure to follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast as we is in week 16 of the season. Two more weeks of the season, then we go to the playoffs. This is going to be very serious for the actual playoff teams that made it. But it's also serious for the Jets, too, because shockingly, they have won uh, 23-20. to and I think nobody didn't expect it, but I also think the Rams have slept on us and overlooked us. So, uh, Chris, um, just give us some info on on what you think about the game. Uh, <laughs> it's a game that nobody wanted to see happen, that's for sure. Nobody wanted to see the Jets win. Um, I think it's a classic uh, example of a team looking ahead or looking past the team that they're playing Rams have two divisional games coming up. They figured, ah, 0-13 team, we got nothing to worry about. These guys are nothing. They're a joke. We'll we'll take care of these guys. And they just overlooked them. And, you know, obviously on paper, <laughs> the Rams are without a doubt the better team. And if they play 10 times, they'll probably beat them nine out of 10 times. But this is that one time that uh, they just overlooked them a little bit too much. And by the time they woke up, it was a little too late uh, to catch up. Um, you know, give, give the Jets credit. They took advantage of the situation. They took advantage of a team overlooking them uh, early on. Of course, they scored on their first drive. This is what their eighth straight game now, I think, that they scored on the first drive. We spoke about it with Connor about that. Um, but uh, Sam looked Sam looked much more confident much more at ease in this game. It looked like, it almost looked like it was his first game or one of the games that he played last year at the end of the year. Much more relaxed. Um, definitely played, uh, you know, stat-wise, it wasn't great. You know, he didn't throw for 300 yards. He just barely got over 200. No no INTs, which is big. He did throw for a touchdown. Um, he made the throws when he had to. Obviously, at the end, of course, the the, the game clinching first down was <laughs> had to be uh, a pass to Frank Gore. That was like the ultimate, right <laughs> the ultimate gut punch to the Jet fans, uh. <laughs> you know. But um, hey, you know what? This is what happens when we we've been saying this for how many weeks that players don't tank. Players are not coming in to lose. Players don't care about the number one pick, the number two pick. Most, most or some of these guys, a good amount of these guys, whatever it's going to be by the end of the year, are not going to be here next year. So they could care less. They couldn't care less what pick we get and who we draft and anything because they're probably not going to be here. So mentally they're thinking of, hey, I got to show that I can play and I'm playing for a contract either here or somewhere else. So um, it, it's, you know, players just don't tank and neither were the coaches, you know, unless they get some kind of order from the owner, which obviously is not going to happen, but unless the owner tells them, listen, coach to lose this game, do not win this game. We have to lose this game. We have to get the number one pick. That would probably be the smart thing to do, I guess, but uh, it, it just doesn't happen. So uh, now we're, you know, now we got the number one seat and number two seat, excuse me, in the pick in the draft. But um, <clears throat> from a football side, yeah, Jets won a game. From you know, we should be happy. The players are obviously happy. They don't have that Owen. They're not going to have that Owen sixteen on on their you know on their resume. So that's uh, it's 
to me. It's, I mean, it's a big win, but it's a bad win in the when you you know in the big picture. But obviously, a big win because now they're off the uh, the winless schneid. <laughs> uh that this game is uh i think every 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 season you kind of see this these games pop up where this uh team that's not supposed to win against a, spe- a certain team they go they they beat they beat somebody you know and then i think i think the stats tell or the box score tells the story more than anything else uh because you know i mean more than anything consistently the Rams are kind of a confusing team, but one thing they do pretty well is they play defense pretty well. One of the better defenses in the league, one of the better defensive fronts in the league. So how are you telling me that the Jets, you know, playing them, beat them in possession, in time of possession? That makes no sense. You know, that that means the, the Rams were literally out of their comfort zone or they weren't, the team that you normally face on a Sunday or like Chris said that they were looking ahead. Um, the Jets did not, were only penalized six times. And then that must've been like the lowest amount of penalties they had all season. Right. I mean, there's a, that's kind of an anomaly, you know? Um, um, I think, I think the, I think on third down, the Rams were like two of 11. Yes. Like, that's ridiculous. You know, you don't ever, I mean, that's a bad performance on that offense. And I don't think they've ever been that bad. That was a real, just a bad game. Again, like I said, they were just playing out of their skin kind of, you know. Um, so as much as I, I, I want to, I want to praise the Jets for being consistently like fighting, which they've been doing, even in, even in the games that they lost, you've never seen the Jets literally give up even if the score was crazy they weren't like just giving up it's just that they just they're it's a a a roster bereft of talent that's that's a difference between a team that's fighting and a team that's given up you know the Jets hasn't haven't given up it's just that they're they don't have talent on a lot of places in a lot of places and their coaching does not help and one of the things I wanted to point out too is the fact that they switched to a more compact uh passing game if you guys would realize that there was a little bit more short area passing going on paired with the rushing game and then and then there it was timely throws downfield it was that's that's that was not adam gates that's not adam gates adam gates is always all over the place this was a strategic kind of running the ball when they needed to throwing short passes keeping Sam Donald on time, you know, on schedule, which, which, you know, if you, if you hear quarterbacks, quarterback gurus or quarterback um, guys always talk about being on schedule all the time, getting, getting on first down, getting four yards, you know, getting another three on second down. So that way on third down, you're not third and eight or third and 10, you're third and five or third and four. There was a lot of that going on um in this game which is which is something that is you hadn't seen from Sam Donald until from last you know the last time you probably saw that was last year you know so um so there was just a lot of anomalies in this game um so like I um I want to give a shout out to the Jets defense man especially the front uh Quinn and Williams oh my goodness man <laughs> don't we we have a star in our hands man 
I mean, I, I pray, I pray that he is good. Um, he got, I think he got hit, hit his head on his knee or his teammate, one of his teammates. I can't remember who he was. Um, he hit uh, Quinnen's head, um, head, hit his knee. And um, I think he was, um, when he was walking away, um, you could see that he was throwing up, which is actually a really bad indication of how horrible of a head injury you have or how bad your concussion is. Because if you're throwing up, that means you have a pretty high grade one. Um, I'm not a doctor. That's one thing I've heard before that that there's a possibility that that it's um, throwing up is a bad is a connection to a, a bad head injury. That I'm not that, again, like I said, I'm not a doctor, but I've heard that said before, which is very alarming in my opinion. Um, but I hope that he's fine because this dude, I mean. He's been playing some of the better interior um, offensive linemen in the last three, four games, and he's whipping them. Um, the the game against the Raiders, um, the games, the game against Seattle, the game, the game against the Rams. Um, I mean, the Seattle game, he did not have his best game, but again, another game, another game where you could just tell he's good. And uh, we saw uh, Canadian Thanos show up. <laughs> We hadn't seen him around for a minute, uh, but he played a hell of a game himself. Um, Franklin Myers, who was with the Rams before a couple of years ago, uh, but but they, but you could tell, man, and with a little bit more consistent linebacker play and better corners, that, that defense is not that far away from what um, being a competitive defense. They just need an offense that's better to support them. And that's we had, and add the edge rusher, right? Yeah. Had another corner, even though yep. let's give Bryce Hall a shout out, right? His first career interception. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's, he has, he has the makings of a good player. Um, also Javelin Gidry has the makings of a pretty good corner to himself too. Uh, yeah, but these are, uh, yeah, these are, these are small samples and, and there's a lot more uh, work to be done here, but, you know, there's a lot of things going on that's good. Now to the whole Sam Donald and um, Trevor Lawrence thing. Um, I I've I said, I, with uh, there's a lot of controversy surrounding the fact that I said that I don't think Trevor Lawrence is Andrew Luck level. Now I like, you know, I have a, a certain friend of mine that said. I listened and he said, you're out of your mind and so on, so on, so listen. Um, he, in my opinion, if you, if you would, if you wanted to create a quarterback, yes, he fits the mold. He's tall, long arms, powerful arm, could throw the ball anywhere and all that stuff. You know, that stuff is awesome. You know, um, um, I think, I think uh, Connor, Connor Rogers, when we interviewed him, also pointed out how mature and how uh, down to earth he is as a person. Um, that that's a great addition. That's all, but there is there is something that uh, that um, star quarterbacks have, and it's almost like a third eye. And I don't know if I see that. Now I might be wrong, you know, but but I don't I don't know if I see that, you know. Um, like I said, but but if you pair the kind of level of talent he has. And the you know the things he could do if you pair him with a very good coach, yes, yes, 
he has a very promising career. And if you if you kind of measure him with all the other guys coming out right now, on foot, you know, when you measure them physical, you know, physically and what they could do on the field, yes, there's a big gap between him and everybody else. My 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 football, his football IQ and 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 stuff like that is, again, just my opinion. It remains to be seen. Um, can we fix Donald? Keep him around? Load him up with 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 weapons? bring a coach that could fix him. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. You will pay a guy that you don't know if he's going to change, if this is not, this hasn't scarred him forever. You know, I don't know if that's, that's something you should do. You know, I think you should, you should try to like start, start a new, you know, get somebody new and start with them. That's just my opinion. I, you know what? I could go. I'll, I'll let's go both ways on this, right? For the right. people that still have hope in, you know, like we could still get Trevor Lawrence. I get it. And you know what? If we end up getting that number one pick somehow, you know what? There's no doubt. I think in anybody anybody's mind, they're going for Trevor Lawrence, right? There's no doubt about that. He's a guy you can't pass up. Now, let's say if we do end up with this with the two pick, I think on on the one hand, if if Douglas and the, and the organization says, you know what? I still believe in this kid. We still believe that he could be a franchise quarterback. And some of us think, you know, and I think we talked about it, that if he got, you know, a change of scenery, he went to another team, another system, another coach, blah, 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 he could be good again. And there's a possibility. So the way I look at it now, if we end up with that second pick, that opens up so many other doors for Joe Douglas to do with that second pick. Because if he has the first pick, there's no way in hell I would I would say there's a zero percent chance he would trade out of that spot or draft someone else. So with that second pick, it opens up. I mean, think about the doors. This has opened up now. Either he could trade down for extra picks. He could he could draft. Um, he could go in so many so many directions. Because unfortunately, we do have holes. So. Um, to me, it's it's almost. I don't want to say it was a good thing that we that we lost the pick. Obviously, I'm not saying it that way, but it just to me it gives us so many other options. Um, if and especially if we end up with with Donald, like if if Joe Douglas and the organization goes, you know what, I think with a new head coach, new offensive coordinator, and a new system, I think this kid, fresh start, I think he's going to be fine. I think he's going to be the quarterback we thought he would be a couple of years ago when we originally drafted him. Now, if that happens, that opens up, it takes even less pressure because now you're not going for the quarterback in the first round. Now you're thinking, all right, now we could get maybe the guard, uh, the, the tackle with the first pick, Sewell, right? Or trade down and get someone else or go for a pass rusher. There's so many doors. That's why, not that I was happy that it happened, but when I thought about it more, I thought, you know what? This is going to be a good thing because Douglas is going to turn this into a positive somehow um well no matter of in what way <laughs> this is this is the thing the, <laughs> the question remains yes is donald the guy and th this is the thing the, the those doors you're talking about being open those doors are only open if they've reached a consensus at one jet's drive that sam donald is, is some you know could be rescued well here's the yeah. other question too uh, Sean, I'll, I'll ask you too, and and Davin, you, you could 
you, you could answer this too. Is like, okay, let's say he doesn't think Donald is the guy, right? We trade him. We get a second round and a fifth round, like like what Rosen got, like what they got for Rosen, second and a fifth. Let's say we get that, right? Boom, we make the trade. Now what? Do we pick? Do you think they're going to go with Fields at the second? Like, are they set with somebody as their 1B as their quarterback to be drafted in that first round? Or are they going to take a chance in moving down a little bit and maybe getting the guy Wilson that, that Connor was talking very highly about last week? Uh, the other day on our yeah and that for me (laughs) for me um i can't i can't speak on wilson because i haven't seen him play that much i um i i think as we're recording right now i think he's playing right now um um i think they gave him the nickname uh the mormon uh mahomes i think (laughs) which is kind because he's yeah I oh, mean, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. You know, you, you, it's crazy, you know? Oh. So, and, and yes, he has, he, and according to what I read, he has certain amount of skills and he could throw the ball. He's actually really good throwing the ball. I think um, 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 Connor actually pointed out the fact that he's very good at throwing the ball vertically, very accurate, throwing the ball long, a uh, good arm and stuff like that. Fine. I'm not like, this is this is the thing I, I I'm um the the process of evaluating a player it you know it takes more than just a couple of shiny things to tell you how good that player could be that is why people fail to see what Josh Allen could be because they're all stuck on the fact that he's inaccurate you know okay you know me I'll I'll say I'm you know I'm part of I was part of it too you know that the fact that you're stuck on the fact that he was inaccurate. And there's a and 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 over the years, every year I try to learn a little bit more in evaluating, especially quarterbacks. Um, watching Josh Allen grow make made me really kind of take a different look into the way you evaluate quarterbacks. And it's not just what the player could do that that you that you've seen. It's what he could do that you haven't. And what what does what who what coaching staff could literally take that and turn it into something more, turn it into a pro level something. And a lot of times we can't see that. It's hard to quantify. I think this is one of the reasons why so, so many has, have failed to grow actual NFL quarterbacks. It's actually really good NFL quarterbacks because there is something there that we're missing that we can't see that we can't quantify. That's, that needs to be, you know, evaluated. And some teams are very good at it and some teams are not. And one of the things that we knew for sure is that Buffalo had a very good coaching staff. And it's, it's been proven that they knew that they saw something in this kid and they were able to elevate that thing, you know, and it was a slow process. But one of the things that like, as, as, as laymen, one of the things that we could see that is that actually helps quarterbacks is giving them weapons. And what did they do for Josh Allen? He's a very good long ball thrower, right? He has a big, good, a big arm. Give him fast guys. Give him guys that are fast, right? Also, if you have if you have a quarterback that's not particularly accurate at one point, you know what you give him? You give him a slot wide receiver that's very good at getting open. What does Buffalo have? Beasley, 
Beasley is one of those guys that people don't even talk about. He's not the sexiest wide receiver in the NFL, but he always gets open almost all the time. And the kind of routes and the way he gets open is kind of crazy the way he does that. Mm-hmm. You pair that with John Brown and he's all of a sudden he has a, num- a pure number one wide receiver that begs double teams. And then all of a sudden you get... Opens it up. <laughs> right, exactly. And, and you pair good coaching... Um, good front office moves and boom, this is what you got, right? So you, you literally need a special source. So you we could talk for days about what Trevor Lawrence could be or what or what, what Wilson could be or what Trask could be or whoever, but then they need to be a cook or a special set of chefs cooking that sauce that literally is going to, you know, help build, you know, what what whoever we get in house and what's gonna who's gonna help that's gonna help build him into what he's gonna be without that source i don't think it matters again another example for the charges i've heard so many talking heads say the same thing over and over again and i was the i was probably even worse i did not see the Chargers rookie quarterback playing the way he's playing i i I could not see it. And in digging deeper, one of the things that, uh, like, according to a lot of people that really studies his film and his coaching and stuff in, in Oregon was the fact that they really limited the, um, you know, they were really limited in the, in the offensive innovation in the way they ran their offense. So they literally were kind of holding him back. His coaches were holding him back when you think about it, because now all of a sudden he got better coaching and boom, Look, massive potential, right? So, I mean, this whole question about what we should do, I think, I think we're uh, we're taking two steps ahead. I think the first step needs to be what needs to happen first for the Jets to figure this out. And I know, as yet, as fans, we we can't be that patient. And it's good for us to have this conversation. Be. Right? That'll be the right, <laughs> right. The head coach too. Right. I was going to say, whoever that next coach is going to be, you know, if he comes in and goes, listen, I've, I've watched Sam. I think he's going to be a good franchise quarterback. I don't think we need to trade him, you know, and then yeah. what if and, Joe Douglas thinks the opposite, what's going to happen? <laughs> well, that's the, well, that's the thing, but this is what I'm trying to tell you. I don't think that's going to be a map because this is why Joe Douglas needs to run point on getting the Jets head coaching head coach search. The head coaching search needs to be ran by the GM because they need to be on the same page. If he goes and gets a, a coach and, and he's interviewing the coach and in the, in the meeting, the coach says, I don't think I can save Donald. I need somebody. I, I need to get somebody else. Or they lined up, lined up those other guys and said, hey, listen, man, Kyle Trask is the dude. I could fix that. I could make that guy. That guy in my offense is going to be crazy. And, and Joe Douglas agrees with him. That's who we're getting. You understand me? But if the Johnsons get involved and they're like, well, you know, I think we, we need to get, we need, I think, I think this guy loves Donald. We need to get him instead. And Joe Douglas doesn't agree. Again, there's so much that needs to go right here other than just the guy, you know, because again, you need the sauce. If you don't have the sauce, it doesn't matter who you have, you know, you're going to just end up damaging the kid again. It's simple as that. Yep. No, I agree. Totally agree. Uh, oh man. Um, 
only thing I could say is is that, of course, this this win by the Jets caused so much controversy um, over the fact that <laughs> it's just crazy that you know you you didn't want Frank Gore to play, you want him to play. He gets the he gets his first down. Jets fans are mad, and then we back <laughs> at square one again. So our season, in a nutshell, has just been crazy madness. And funny at the same time. Um, I'm not surprised that the Jets won. Uh, I, I at least expect the one win, which sounds crazy, but at the same time, it's real. So there goes that one win. And I, I don't know. You know, so we'll see what happens from there. I, I don't have much to say. Y'all, y'all said it, but to me, it's just crazy in the nutshell. You know, just to add to it, like with Jacksonville. You know, if we're, we're thinking they're going to lose their next two, you know what? Jacksonville, you got to look at uh, Gordon Minshew. Minshew's playing for a, a spot now somewhere, you know, because now all the talk's going to be Jacksonville's going to take Trevor Lawrence. And then where does that leave Minshew? Minshew was like, hey, I'm the starter here. I should be the starting quarterback. So he's playing for a position somewhere, whether it's there as a backup or he wants to be a starter. You know, he's proven that he could be a starter, maybe not a good one. But he's proven that he could start games. So um, I, I, I don't see Jacksonville, uh, you know, quote unquote, tanking it uh, at the end of the season either. I see them playing hard. Um, will they win? You know what? Hey, we beat the Rams. So anything's possible. Cincinnati beat Pittsburgh Monday night. So I, I, anything is possible. So I'm, it was good that we, we talked about it. Uh, about not getting Lawrence because if we do have the one pick, we're definitely getting Lawrence. But if we do have the two pick, it's going to be, there's so many different, you know, options for, uh, for Douglas to do with that second pick. So it will be interesting, but it's good that we spoke about it and we're probably going to talk about it more <laughs> in the coming weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There it goes. <laughs> um, I guess let's, I guess let's uh, talk about uh, our play playoff scenario for week 16 um, of course, you know, I got something in the bag. Uh, so, mm-hmm. Cleveland Browns, uh, they clinched playoff berth with win, uh, with win and Baltimore loss or uh, Miami loss or the Colts loss. Colts will win. Um, the Colts will clinch playoff spot if they win and if Baltimore lose or if Miami lose. Um, the Chiefs, they would clinch the first round by with just the win. Or Pittsburgh loss, or both Buffalo loss. Uh, Pittsburgh, uh, which they play in the Colts, which should be exciting. Um, they will just clinch. They will just clinch the uh, division with the win, and Tennessee will clinch the division with the win and the Colts loss. Uh, the AFC just seems like it's so tough. Uh, I don't. This it's very tough. So, I yeah. I can I I can actually see Pittsburgh. And losing against the Colts this Sunday, which we'll talk about on the predictions. And I could actually see Buffalo taking that second slot. It's, it's just so sad yeah, that crazy. Pittsburgh went down you know like if that. Pittsburgh loses again. Then that last week where they play Cleveland, that, that could be for the division. That's yes. crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. and, and I just, and I just wanted to, I just wanted to give Cleveland a shout out because I, I think, Chris, when was the last time uh, Cleveland won this many games in a, in a season? It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a very, very, very long time. I think I don't think a lot of people are talking about how 
how many wins that team has. And that the thing about it is that we've, we're watching this team play. And how many great games you would say that they've played? One? Two? You know what? That you've seen them play? That they have not played, like, really, really good football. You haven't seen – but they've been winning, which is <laughs> kind of crazy. Win. Right. And which is kind of crazy. So does that mean if they could put this whole thing together and have a actual good – or one or two good games, they could – that actually make a run at an AFC championship. The this West is crazy won- that you're having a conversation like that, but it's it's real. The last time they won 10 games was 2007. And check this out. The, their net points, right, for the season are at negative six. So they've so points four for them is 368, and points against is 374. And they're wow. 10 and four. Now think That's... of this as a comparison. Can't uh, Baltimore, who right now is out of the playoffs, right? They're at nine and five. They're mm. at a plus one hundred and sixteen. <laughs> Tell me that that goes into exactly what you just said—that they haven't yep. played that well. <laughs> no, they're just finding ways to win. Yeah, uh, they they have, and and I think they they've been really maximizing uh, maximizing their talent. That's what they're doing um, using. You know, a lot. And there's guys on that team they haven't really used, too. I think I've been saying it over and over again. They traded for their tight end from from Atlanta, and this dude hasn't really been part of that offense, which is kind of crazy where Baker is throwing the ball outside and he hasn't really been throwing the ball inside. Um, when teams start, when, when, when they're making their game plans now, going down the stretch now, are they going to start attacking teams more inside? You know, that, that's going to change. That's going to change a lot. You know, that's going to give them a lot of space because teams, um, you know, trying to feel, um, flood the box because of the run. Probably that's one of the reasons why they're throwing the ball inside more. You know, it, I mean, it's, it's, there's so much there's so much of a dimension to that team that I think are on tap potential, which is crazy that they have 10 wins. And I'm talking about them like they have seven. And think about it. Who's not there? Odell Beckham is not there either. Crazy. I mean, imagine losing a guy like that. He's been on IR since the end of October. So he's yep. played, what, seven games? Yep. You know, so they've done this really without him too. And that's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah and, and and I think, Davin, before you go ahead, I think um, we we knew the Colts were going to be in the fight um, coming down the stretch. I think before the start of the season, we said that they were one of the more promising teams. So we're not surprised where they are. I think I think the surprise team here, um, coming down the stretch is the fact that Pittsburgh looks like they're not going anywhere. You know, they after that loss, a quick knockout. They, they, the yeah, they just look out of sorts. Yeah, because they're definitely in the playoffs. It's just a, a matter of you know positioning and and all that. And yep. yep. I, I can't see them getting out of the first round the way they're playing. That's <laughs> that's what I that's what I meant. Yep. It's it, it's sad because you know. This is a team that was eleven and zero. I mean, they and but they were another team like you were just saying about Cleveland. Pittsburgh was. I mean, they obviously looked better than Cleveland, but they weren't looking like. Well, they're eleven and zero. They're going to be on. Then they, they weren't looking like Kansas City looks. Kansas City looks like you ain't stopping that team no matter what you do. You know, they're just unstoppable. Oh yeah. City. Oh and yep just, yep. The only the only way you're going to stop them is if they have a bad day. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> at this point. And even the, even then, even then, right. they could wake up at the last minute and be like, "Oh crap!" And then 
score three touchdowns in a row. And like they do that all the time. <laughs> you start off and then it's like, oh, oh, we got to win now. So let's uh, let's turn this on. It's crazy. But, uh, I think the only three teams that I'll, you know, that I'll be looking forward to looking at in the AFC is Tennessee, Buffalo, yep. and the Chiefs. That's it. Um, oh, yeah. Did we shout out that Buffalo? Because Buffalo won the division for the first time since what? Ninety-five, yeah. something like yeah, that. Shout, shout out to Levy was there. Yeah, shout out, to them. shout out to the comeback. Uh, my my comeback of Player of the Year, uh, Josh Allen. Amazing, yes, like, amazing numbers from the kid. Um, I'm yep. definitely gonna get four thousand passing yards over probably about this weekend. And and he just shown his growth. You know, he still got a little bit of little bit of polish here and there, but not too much, you know, and then and it showed he got his number one receiver and he's just doing the damn thing. So, you know, shout out to Buffalo for, for making that happen and probably be the number two team of the of the uh, AFC. Yeah, that's what it's looking like. <laughs> yeah, that's what it looks like. Yep. True. Yeah. And Tennessee might be no, who is it? Tennessee? I don't know if it's Tennessee. One of them teams is gonna be number three. Pittsburgh is, is just going down and this is ridiculous. Tennessee could sneak into that three spot now when you look at it. Yeah. Tennessee's but here's the thing though, Tennessee's last two games at Green Bay and at Houston. They, they can they can it's a possible win. Uh, right. that, that that packet game is is, is a toss up. Rodgers happened that Packer game too, which we'll talk about. It's gonna be some game, and then that, and yeah, that Packer game, that Packer, the the Packers defense. Um, we will know how how far of a run they're gonna make, or how they could stop the run because, like I've said over and over again, they suck at stopping the run. So maybe let's see if they change. They had a change of heart. <laughs> you can't stop the run, and now you're gonna go against probably the best running back. <laughs> good luck. Not good. And then Pittsburgh's last two is home against Indian and at Cleveland. So they've got a tough, uh, probably a tougher schedule. So Tennessee might, might sneak into that third spot. Yep. Cause Buffalo, but Buffalo has at new England this week and then they're home against Miami. Mm, not so surprised. Too. <laughs> I'm not, not surprised at all, but yeah, shout out, shout out to them. Um, let's get into our NFC, which is very, very tough. Um, Arizona, of course, they play San Francisco. Um, they clinched a playoff berth with Arizona win and Chicago loss, which Chicago played Jacksonville, which we'll talk about soon. Um, the Packers, of course, they would clinch the first bout, the first round by with the win and Seattle loss. Uh, the Rams, they play Seattle. <laughs> They'll clinch hmm. the playoff berth with just the win or Chicago loss. Or uh, if Arizona win, Saints they could clinch their division with just a win. The Seahawks could win a division with just a win. Tampa Bay could clinch a playoff berth with just a win, and Washington and Washington football team could clinch the NFC division with a win and the Giants' loss. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and surprisingly, Philly is still alive in that division. Hey. If, if everybody else loses and they win their last two. They win the division. Hey, I listen. Mean, I don't know. Too, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how you could actually say anything about being alive in that division. These are these are zombies. They're they're not they're not oh, really yeah. alive. They're kind of here, but they're not really here. 
Right, exactly. <laughs> Philly, Philly is the only team that, and literally the only reason why is because they started a guy that nobody thought uh, that would be starting and lighting up the league in the in the last two games. So, other than that, everybody's like, and the fact that Washington had that big game last week and then they kind of came back down to earth a little bit last, um, this past weekend. So, we get no Alex Smith. That was that. Yeah, that, that was a big yeah. wolf. Yeah. And yeah. the show, that damn Dwayne Haskins. Uh, <laughs> Dwayne Haskins. That kid's a mess. Yes. Yeah, yes. I'm not, not, if Alex Smith would have played, I think they would have won because it's not like Seattle won by a lot. I think they only won nope. by like five points. Yeah, no, it was a tough game. It was... Washington's defense is no joke. <laughs> Chase nope. Young. Nope. Uh, shout out to Chase Young, uh, yeah. Pro Bowler. Oh, yeah. Jonathan Kevin Allen, Chase kid. Young. And uh, the other the kid other from uh, Minnesota, Vic Jefferson, they both made the Pro Bowl in the rookie season. Shout out to both of them. Yeah, that yeah they they that defense is just stacked. Um, it, it's crazy, man. Um, the the playoffs is gonna be the the playoffs is just it's gonna be very exciting. It's just crazy. The NFC have more teams that actually have control over their destiny. Um. You know, if they win, they're in mostly. That that's kind of what it yeah, is. Arizona, Tampa Bay, and the Rams. Yeah. They just win and yeah. they're in. But yeah. now you got Chicago. Chicago's hanging around. They're at seven. They're only a game out. You know. Yep. Yeah. That's true. Incredibly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But this will be that that game that's going to hurt them the most. And you know, we're going to talk about that in a second. But uh, <laughs> yeah, not to say, but yeah, apparently they're doing their thing, and Trubisky is is doing uh. Uh, good enough to give them to give them the wins. Um, it's mostly that running back, uh, Montgomery, that's that's doing this damn thing. To me, the big yeah, Trubisky. Trubisky has been playing pretty well for 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 the for the. For, I yeah, mean, he's, he's been, been playing he's better. Been. Yeah, but you know what? The big thing in the NFC is going to be the the home field. You know who gets the number one? Because where do you want to go through? You want to go through Green Bay in the middle of January, mm. or do you want to go play in New Orleans with with no fans? With no fans, yeah, no. It's nothing, <laughs> you know, New Orleans, and so, under the dome, yeah, yeah. So, I, I think if if Green Bay gets the if they get the number one seed, which they should, you know, they only have they have Tennessee this week, which is gonna be a tough game, and then the, and then it's at Chicago, so that's two interesting games for Green Bay down the stretch. New Orleans has Minnesota at home, and then at Car- Carolina, so New Orleans can easily win the next two. And Green Bay could split. I don't know who's got the – who's got the um, – that I'm not sure. Who's got the tiebreaker between Green Bay and New Orleans? I think Green – I think Green Bay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think Green Bay. Was it – well, yeah, was it Green Bay that Green Bay beat them? Because uh, they said Green – it's more of Seattle. It just says Green Bay win or uh, Seattle. And Seattle lost. They they automatically – they automatically get the first uh, the first round by. Or if the Green Bay tie and New Orleans loss and Seattle loss, as long as both New Orleans and Seattle don't tie, like it's like it's some weird. Sh- this is weird, like you know. So and Seattle got Seattle's so tied. I think got the tiebreaker, right? Yeah, uh-huh. I'm saying Seattle's tied with New Orleans now at ten and four, yep. and Seattle's last two games are uh, at home Rams. against the Rams and then at San Fran. So the Rams, that's a tough game. San Fran, now they're down to their third-string quarterback, so I don't know how good San Fran's going to be. But, 
Um, that this game next this week is big for uh, for New Orleans, uh, for Seattle against the Rams. That's huge for both teams. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that NFC is definitely. <laughs> yeah, the NFC is definitely going to be something to watch and very exciting. Um, so with the last two weeks left, it's definitely going to be some shit going on. <laughs> So let's move on to week 15 reviews. Ah, man. Ah, let's start off with the Chargers. Shocking. Shocking (laughs) win in overtime against the Raiders, 30 to 27. This was shocker number one of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Right? There's another one. Yeah. Raiders looking ahead, I think, maybe, or they're just struggling, but there's a game that they needed to win to get back into the playoffs and. I, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs now. They're a couple of games back. They need a lot of help to get in. And um, there's another year without playoffs for Mr. Gruden. Yeah. I mean, it just does not look good for him, man. I mean, you know, for, for you know, they, they did give him how long? A 10-year deal? deal? And how, how, how many, how long has it been now? This is the it's, third year. This, this is third year. So, so... <laughs> So I, I mean, I don't know if you really thought that highly of him that you gave him a ten-year deal. I don't think it's time to jump off the bandwagon yet. No, you can't. I think, <laughs> I think, I think they've made strides here and there, um, but but it's kind of a crazy, kind of a small trend developing here where they they get hot and then they literally fall off a cliff uh, at the other on the ending of the sea of the season. So let's hope. For their, for his sake, that they kind of get off that. Um, I don't know what it is because they were, they they, you know they run the ball very well. I don't know if it's they're getting away from the run. I don't know what the deal. They just they me, they just stop playing really well after a while. I don't get it. Gruden to me is a I, he's a bit overrated as a head coach. He did win the Super Bowl, but you got to remember he took over for Tony Dungy, right? Yep, yep. That was a good team when he took over. So, and then since then, he's really hasn't done anything since then, even with Tampa Bay and then with the Raiders again, and now back with the Raiders, he has not been that good. I mean, I, I, I'm not putting him down, you know, saying he's not a good head coach, but I think he's overrated to give a guy a 10 year deal. I thought that was a lot. Um, But um, I mean, he has improved the team. Get to remember three years ago, this team was, yeah was us more or less, you know, um, and he's turned the team around. Now it's, you know, now I think it's about getting over the hump, getting into the playoffs, becoming a Super Bowl contender. And I think, know, I think one, I think the one thing I will give him is that there's a lot of youth, especially in his DB room. Um, because that, that showed a little bit that Justin Herbert being able to like literally carve them up, man, for 314 yards and two TDs. He looked unstoppable um, against that defense. So I, I want to say that. I think they missed on some of their pass rush um, 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 draftees. Um, they haven't really cu- um, come to fruition. They're still young guys, so maybe give them under the year to see what they could be. But but I think I think a lot of a lot of their issues is on for the um, for the Raiders is on defense because. Um, because I think that's where they get killed, especially when they fail and they, their defense is what's failing them. And think about it. They have another win that they shouldn't even have <laughs> against us, right? That was a game that yeah. they won. So, 
you take that one away, they're out of the playoffs net right now. You know, now they still have, you know, you still got to, they got to hope Baltimore loses both games. They got to hope the Dolphins lose both games that they have left. Yeah, so, yeah and, and it wouldn't be, it would, it would be unfair of us to, to talk about them that way without bringing up the fact that Derek Carr got injured really early in this, in the, in the, in the game. So um, I think he only ended up making five passes and then he ended up pulling his groin, right? Yeah, I think that was it. It's yeah, it looked really bad. Yeah. It looked, it looked, yeah, it looked like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I haven't gotten seen an update yet, but it didn't look that good. Well, they got Miami this week. So if they don't win this week, they're done. They're out of the playoffs. So their season's on the line this Sunday. Yes, it is. Yeah, shout out to Mariota. Mariota did, did decent. He yeah, didn't he do too bad. Good. Yeah, I'll say he did decent, but I guess it wasn't enough to give him the, to give him the win. So there it goes. Ah, yep. man, let me see. We got – sorry, my, <laughs> my my schedule. Usually I'm more point with my schedule, and my schedule is just like, ah. Oh, we got the Bills dominated Broncos 48-19. to yeah, we said it earlier, right? They won a division for the first time since 90, whatever it was. 95, I think. Yeah. So, you know, good for them. Uh, Josh Allen putting on a show <laughs> Saturday. Uh, Buffalo's getting ready, man. They, they, I don't think they're going to beat Kansas City in the playoffs, but they're going to be no pushover at all. So, yeah, that's going to be a pretty good game, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be. I hope we see that. But, but, but to say that, um, uh, Josh Allen has grown is an understatement, you know, throwing the ball 40 times, no interceptions, two touchdowns, 28 completions, you know, that, that, that's, that's, you know, that's high level quarterbacking in the NFL, man. You know, in my opinion, you know, against, and the thing is, I know, I know the Broncos had some injuries in that on that on defense, but for them to play at the level they did, especially him playing that way. Um, I was impressed. I was really impressed. Let's see. Let's see how, you know, how much more he could do, man. That kid could do. I, I was really impressed. Yeah, shout out to Buffalo and uh, don't win in the division. No, no, I don't already know. I think I was the only one that 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 picked them to win that division. Yes. Uh, but yeah, shout out, shout out to oh. Buffalo. They they definitely <laughs> deserve it. Um, and no, without a shadow of a doubt, they they play off ready. Um. I don't know against the Titans and the Chiefs, but I know they they ready. They not ready for Super Bowl level yet, but they they close. So shout out to them. Um, Packers uh, beat the Panthers twenty four sixteen, and the Panthers uh, got rid of their GM this week, right? It's crazy. So I get, and they said look for that guy to reconnect with Rivera in Washington because he was their GM in Carolina. They're right. together in Carolina. They're very close, blah, 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 blah. So we might see him resurface in Washington with all their problems. So, but Green Bay, they're just tuning up for the playoffs. You know, they got to keep winning, get that number one seed so they could have their games in, uh, in Green Bay. And if you remember, after they lost to uh, San Fran last year in the playoffs, Aaron Rodgers said, I just, I keep remembering it. He said, he goes, we have to play these games at home you know, meaning the playoff game. Right. And, uh, and I, he's probably going to get it now. So we're going to see a mid-January, late-January playoff game, Green Bay versus somebody. And the other team's not going to be happy playing them, I'll tell you that. I'm, I'm a little worried about them. 
Um, that wasn't their best game. I know Aaron Jones had 145 yards rushing, but uh, for Aaron for Aaron Rodgers to only have 143 yards passing and one touchdown is kind of off-putting to me against a Panthers team that, you know, you know, they they I I wouldn't they they're not killers on defense. They they sacked the hell out of 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 of, uh, of Aaron Rodgers. They harassed him all day. Um, I wouldn't say that defense is that good. So maybe maybe they were caught looking ahead. Yeah, you know, I think. But they were just able to win anyway because the Panthers really struggled on offense on offense themselves. So Green Bay's got Tennessee this week. So I think we're gonna see a different Green Bay team this week. Hey, well, let's see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so MVP Rodgers, man, three thousand eight hundred passing yards, forty touchdowns, four interceptions. I don't know where I don't know where this Rodgers came from. We was expecting <laughs> so much low expectations that Rodgers just don't ever disappoint. Um, I mean, yep. yeah, so, I mean, yeah, it's hard, it's hard for the man, but we, we got to get that man some credit. We really do. Um, not just the coaching staff and, you know, but that man Rogers is not, not giving up. Just shout, shout out to him, man. That's, that's a blessing to him. Uh, we got the, oh man, Buccaneers came back and beat Maddie Ice 31, 27. Mm-hmm. The Falcons up against Brady big hmm. in the second yes. half. <laughs> and Brady come back. Yeah, you've heard, heard that story before, before somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable, right? Tampa yeah, Bay needed crazy. this though. They needed a win. They they yep. needed these wins, man. I, I don't I that just like what you're talking about with Green Bay. I don't know what to think with Tampa Bay. I really don't. No, I don't they, I don't I still don't see the 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 smooth um um you know, offense that they could be. I still see a disjointed offense. I know Brady had almost 400 yards passing, two touchdowns. Um, and but but I don't know, man. There's something missing here, in my opinion. Especially when you go, you have to play some of those teams they have to play in the NFC. Uh, they need to bring their a better a better game game than they played against Atlanta because um, I know Atlanta has been playing better since. Uh, Raheem Morris became the the standing coach, but um, it's kind of crazy that they were down the way they were down. I think they were a hell of a better team than Atlanta, so I don't know what the deal is with with, with the Bucks. True. Um, uh, I feel so bad for Maddie Ice. Um, he had actually a good a good game. Him and Calvin really, but they don't have no rushing uh, for one. Running backs only 20, 40 yards all together. Yep. Um, they not think you can't win like that. You just can't win yes, like sir. that. And you know, Tom and one thing they did was I guess let Tom Brady do what the hell he does best coming back. But Tom Brady and the Bucks can't do that in the playoffs neither because they they could be out in the first round. Yep. It's very yes, tough. Sir. I can see it's it. Very, <laughs> yeah. Very tough. So we got the 49ers. Uh well, Cowboys, shocking, sorry. Cowboys shockingly beat the 49ers 41 to 33 in the high scoring game. Defensive game. Cowboys <laughs> played their best defensive game. And holy crap. I can't believe I'm saying that. Um the Cowboys defensive been... points. <laughs> they gave up. Um... Yeah. Well, 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 
Come on, oh, for man. them that is that's you pretty know. good. You're right. <laughs> for you know, them it is. Look at look at look at look at their defensive stats. They how many yeah. turnovers did they have? You know that's 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 the thing. You know, that in my opinion that that was the that was the thing. When you look at when you look at the Cowboys, they had multiple turnovers and and stuff like that. I know they gave up a lot of points, of course, because they're one of the worst defenses in the league. And no Zeke the, either. Yeah, I think yeah, but that Pollard kid played well enough. He held them mm-hmm. together. Um, but um, but I think I think that's what that was the catalyst for that win was those turnovers they had in the first half. Was it the first half? They had a couple turnovers. Yeah. Uh, a couple fumbles, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, at least they won a game. <laughs> that's all I can say. And now and, Mullen is out too for the for the year for the for, for the 49ers. Yeah, they've been littered with injury. They, I mean, yeah, there's is- there's some kind of curse that happens to quarter um teams that go to the the Super Bowl and lose it oh, every yeah. time. <laughs> it's almost like the next year the whole world falls on them and just just every this carnage everywhere, man. It's crazy. And I, you know what? And before the year when we were picking them, I I thought San Fran was going to be good. I I I went against that because they were just built the right way. They were just they were just so good last year. I know that they were going to continue it, but injuries from the, you know, from first to second week, they were just decimated by injuries, you know, and it just mm-hmm. hasn't stopped <laughs> all year. So, yep. I mean, and they, they've hung in, but now they're officially out of the playoffs, but um, you know what? They, they still got a good team going forward and it'd be interesting what happens with Garoppolo. Yeah, yep. definitely. definitely. Um, and also I didn't, you know, I didn't pick the 49ers to win that division, but yeah, um, I had them at the playoff level, and it's just sad the way the way how the 49ers is going out. Hopefully, they'll come back next year with some type of a uh, goal, you know, to be be back in that playoff atmosphere. And that's yeah. you know, so that's about it. That's about it for them. Um, you got Derrick Henry. Oh my goodness, Stiff Harvey, mm. one of the Lions players down. Like once again, 46 mm. to 25, dominating win for the Titans. Yeah, you said it. <laughs> That's about all is to be said. I mean, Detroit is Detroit. You know, they've completely pooped the bed this year. Uh, you know, if we weren't around, you know, that's one of the worst teams. They just they just never get it together. There's always something wrong with this team. And once again, they're going to be below 500, uh, looking for a new head coach, you know, and it's just they're just a mess. Detroit is just horrible. You're not, you're not, you're not playing complimentary football. You know, you're not, you, you're not a, your, your rushing game does not match or support your passing game or your passing game does not support your rushing game. You know, Sam, um, Matthew Stafford is, don't get me wrong. Like I've said before, Matthew Stafford is one of the better quarterbacks in the league, but you can't ask him week in and week out to throw the ball that many times every time. And especially you have, he, he right, and he, yeah, he, I torn rib cartilage or something like that. This mm-hmm. sounds horrible, you know. But but fifteen rushes for DeAndre Swift, you know, six rushes for Adrian Peterson. That's that's not gonna cut it, man. You know that that's definitely not gonna cut it. They can't they can't be going into games rushing the ball that late that long, you know, for that amount of time. You know, they've always had a the issue with um, balancing. They are their rushing game and their passing game, and on defense, they're just horrible, man. They don't have that much talent. So 
you know, that's what it is. But on the other side, Tennessee is one of those formidable teams you just do not want to face. They could do everything, and they and their um their whole offensive game is uh, predicated on the fact that they have a monster rush um, running back <laughs> that could tear your face off <laughs> if he has to. <laughs> so it, it's uh it's fun to watch um, what Tennessee could do. Is just let's see how far they get, man. I mean, it was crazy when we looked at the offseason. I remember saying out loud which it sounds kind of ridiculous that I even said that, that I'm not sure if Tennessee could retain what they did last year. And I, that was quite a lie that I, I said, um, well, their they're big back weakness, 10 and four again. So their, their big weakness is their defense. If they had a better defense, this team would be, you know, being Sheesh. talked about with Kansas city and Buffalo, but I think they're the next tier down because of that defense is not, you know, they're okay, but they're not, to me, they just—that's going to be their weakness. The good, good. That's a good question. We'll see. They'll yeah, have to we'll answer that question. Yep. Mm. Playoffs is different from the season, so yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah we'll definitely see. Um, Colts barely, barely beat the Texans, twenty-seven to twenty. Yeah, Colts just—they're just getting ready for the playoffs too. They're, all these teams you could see, like with Green Bay, they should have won bigger. Colts. But you know what? The Texans aren't that bad of a team. They're just, you know, obviously coaching change and all that. But they're not a horrible team, the Texans. They're a pretty solid team. You know, they're right there. So that, that's going to be a pretty good team going into uh, next season if they make the right moves. But, yeah, they uh, have something They have something that bad teams, normal bad teams don't have. Well, a really, really, really good quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> You know, a quarterback that, that can throw for 373 yards and two touchdowns, yeah, throwing the ball 41 times. Um, that's that's the thing. That's you know, you know, it, it's crazy. You know, but then again, you look, you look at, again. You talk about the same thing. They don't, you know, they're not really good at rushing, rushing the ball, which would aid Watson. You know, give him a break. You know, help him in manipulating the offenses. You know, I always say this like. If he had a better running running game around him, holy crap! The kind of the, the numbers the numbers are ridiculous now. <laughs> imagine yeah, what he could imagine, do to right? offenses if he actually had a really good rushing game. Um, and their defense are just, I mean, they're just not what they used to do, what used to be. I mean, Watt is, you know, he's not the same guy. Uh, Merciless is, you know, he's not the same guy either, in my opinion. And when you think about, uh, there's the a lot of things going on there with them. And when you think about it, in the last few years, they've had a decent running back. It's just – and they traded for uh, Tunzel, right, from Miami. So you would think that they'd be better. Something's – No. Tunzel, Tunzel has – Tunzel is basically a boomer bust. Like, he will give – because he is an outstanding tackle on most on, – on, for the most part, he will give – he will be – he will be that tackle that will, you know, you know be – good pass blocking and stuff like that whatever but he's also caused them issues because he's he's penalized way too much you know and and but he's still a good player it's just that he's not enough (laughs) right one one guy is not does not make an offensive line man you need you need a a, you need a a a whole crew you know you need a whole crew man and all playing together so they didn't they need to get back into building that for this for for watson so he could thrive uh but on the colts the Colts are quietly becoming a force, man. I think we said that in the offseason, that they are pretty talented. 
He just needs that stability at quarterback. I think Rivers is has become a little bit more stable because in the beginning of the season he was he we kind of saw the the Rivers from last year. Um but now we're seeing a little bit more stability and less turnover. I don't think he had an interception or turnover um this that game. Um so two touchdowns. Um I like Jonathan Taylor. Um I like I like the combination of him and, and Naheem Hines, man. Um what they could do in the running game with that offensive line. So that's going to be another formidable team in the AFC. Yeah, that's a team to watch out for. Yep. Um, last but not least, um, David Johnson actually had a good a good uh, receiving game, which made it sad for the wide receivers. Um, you can tell Will Fuller's missed. Um, David Johnson had, yep. I think, 11 catches, 106 yards. Yep, yep. <laughs> and that's him, you know, rushing the ball wasn't looking cute, but <laughs> the receiving yards was good enough for him, so you know, uh, you know, it's, it, the Texans, Texans just gotta find a way. But I think they, I think next season they, if they do the right things, they can go back to the they playoff selves as well. So we'll we'll see about them. But it was a good game overall for both teams. Um, who we got? Oh, uh, Dolphins beat the Patriots twenty-two to twelve, and that ends the Patriot dynasty. Officially, now we can <laughs> now we can put that toe tag we've been talking about since. Uh, put that toe tag on them. Yeah, now they're done. Now they're officially done. <laughs> now we can finally throw them in the the ground, cover them up. They're done. The Patriot dynasty. It will over. take. <laughs> it will take yeah. a massive undertaking to bring them back to prominence, and oh yeah, all because they're missing the one thing that every team that sucks in this NFL is missing a quarterback. They're missing a quarterback. I mean, they're missing every, a lot of other yeah, stuff. Yeah, they're missing too, a lot now. But, <laughs> but yeah, but, you know, they don't have they don't have a quarterback right now. So let's see what what the offseason looks like for them and the history of drafting by, uh, by their great GM and coach has not been that good. So, yeah, and that's why they're in that position now. They have not yeah. been the last few years. Definitely yes, right. Right. Um, Bears in a high-scoring close game against the Vikings, 33-27. Yeah, Trubisky's playing good. You got Montgomery's playing good. Um, defense hanging in. Uh, and they're barely hanging on for a playoff spot, but they're, they're a game out. So if any of these – if uh, Arizona loses a game or two, Chicago can get back in the playoffs. So – be interesting. Minnesota's, I don't think they're completely dead yet, but you know, they need a lot of help to get in. Biggest, one of the biggest surprises in the NFL, in my opinion, the fact that Minnesota is that far out, how promising they have so many promising players for them to fail the way they fail. It's kind of mm-hmm. crazy to me. Um, and even with, even we, 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 we brought up the whole digs leaving that how much that was going to cause an issue. And that was not the issue. That was not the issue at all because um, um, the kid uh, Van Jefferson is just oh my goodness, you know Cousins this kid just... is special, man. He's a special wide receiver, you know. And 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 you're right, cousins, cousins is cousins. He, right, he is. You know, <laughs> he he show up one game and then he's and then he'll even within a game he'll be he'll he'll have one drive where you'll be like oh, there's that dude. 
you know, he'll go eight of eight of ten for for seventy yards and a touchdown, and you'll be like, oh wow. And then the next the next two drives, you'll throw two interceptions, which <laughs> yeah. you'll be scratching your head about, and you know, you leave and die with him. But you know, they still have they have so much talent, man. Del- Dalvin Cook is a sheesh. He's you know great. He's so good, man. I think Trubisky, you know, if he finishes off the season good like he is now, if he's got two more decent games in him, even if they miss the playoffs, he might have saved his coach's job and his because they were I talking don't, about firing the coach. <laughs> I know, but I don't know if – I still don't think Mitchell Trubisky is the guy. No, I, I don't think, think he's so playing okay. <laughs> I think he's okay, but I, there's still so much deficiency in his game. I don't know, man. There's just not many. You know. The big thing is, and, you know, we, we could talk about it again is there's not many options free agent wise for quarterbacks this year. So they may, yep. you know, they may be forced to keep them. <laughs> well, you, you know, just like the conversation I have with y'all. Uh, remember I told y'all about the, uh, my friend, the Cowboys fan, uh, Cowboy, Cowboy fan. He said, he said, he just got that gut feeling Dak might, Dak might sign with them. So I can see it. It's, it could be, you know, if that if that place. happens, yeah, if that happens, that that team could be pretty prominent because that defense is is one of the better defenses in the NFL. I mean, they need a they need a couple bolster in here and there, but man, I That'd mean, be a huge upgrade for them. That would be a huge upgrade. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, but other than that, shout out, shout out to both teams for a great game. Uh, that damn Van Jefferson, love, love the kid since uh, you know, since coming out of the uh, college. So, yeah, um, high hopes for the kid, and can get again congratulations on his Pro Bowl. Uh, let me see, we got, we got Seattle barely beating Washington, twenty to fifteen. Yeah, that was without. I think without Alex Smith, Washington. Didn't have a chance, but you know what? They hung in, man. That defense, Washington's defense is no joke. If they could get in the playoffs, you know, they might be able to sneak by somebody. If if Alex Smith could get healthy, that's the big thing for them because uh, with Haskins and now with his off-the-field problems, he may, we may not see him again. So um, who knows what's going to happen with Washington without, if Alex Smith doesn't come back. But Seattle is still uh, – that's another team I, I don't know what to think of. You know, uh, with Russell Wilson, of course, they got a chance to go all the way, without a doubt. But, you know, the defense is, um, <laughs> I don't know. It's a huge question mark in my mind, Seattle. Yeah, they're a huge question mark. But I also yeah. I have a question for you guys. Other than the Jets game, when was the last time Seattle ha- had a really good offensive game? Because Maybe that the, wasn't good at all. You'd have to go back to maybe that Arizona game where they were back and forth. Right. I think that's what probably that that's probably the game I'm thinking about. Maybe they're yeah. offensively, yeah. I don't know what's going on there. It's kind of they they haven't been as smooth as they were in the beginning of the season. So I don't know what's going on there. Um, um their running backs are getting healthy, so that might help yeah, uh, they, a little bit. They're but healthy. Still. I don't think it's yeah. that. It's something's up. You're absolutely right. They've yep. You could go back, even watch, even the Philly game. They only scored 23 against Philly. Arizona, they scored 28. Uh, they scored 16 the week before against the Rams. Exactly. They scored 17, uh, excuse me, 12 against the Giants a couple of weeks ago yep. at home. Yep. Yeah, so offensively, their defense has played decent, actually. <laughs> yeah, they've been, they've been kind of stabilized a little bit down the stretch here. 
I mean, they haven't but, played anybody that good. Yeah, but the, but the overall, yeah, that that defense overall for this year, they've been, sheesh, they're just horrible, you know. So, um, but there's a there's a something going on there. Um, we'd like to see them right the ship a little bit, um, in the playoffs because they're gonna get one. They'll be one and done if they don't. Um, for Washington, um, I th- again, it just goes to show you, man, what what I said in the beginning of the season, um, in the beginning of this episode talking about coaching and how, how important coaching is. Um, you could add as much talent as you want to a team, but if you don't have a specific kind of coach, a kind of uh, uh, coaching staff to put the, put everything together, you don't get this. And, and that coach, that move they did when they hired Ron Rivera, I think that was lights out. That was a really good, because you literally little by little during the season, just see, the team taking on his attitude and, and they have the talent to kind of uh, execute that. And they're a scary team to play. Like Chris said, I don't know if you really want to be playing them late in the season, if you have stuff to play for. <laughs> and if, and if Gibson comes back, the running back, that's even more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yes. It's going to be a sure. pain in the playoffs. I'll tell you that. Yep. Yeah. So shout out to Washington. Um, Ravens dominated the Jaguars 40 to 14. Yeah, that's basically it. I don't think there was much of a, a game here. And Baltimore is actually still on the outside looking in for the playoffs, even though they have the same record as Miami at nine and five. But Miami has the, the tiebreaker. tiebreaker. So, yeah. Um, Baltimore's got to win their last two and got to hope for Miami to lose here. Yeah, this is, this is the thing. Again, um, the Baltimore defense does does not look like the old Baltimore defense that we saw last year. They look like they've taken a couple steps back. I mean, I'm not talking about this game because they were probably playing playing probably one of, one of the worst teams in the NFL right now. So, uh, but um, I mean, I I I I I don't know what they're gonna what what um, what uh, they need to to make the playoffs. Uh, Davin, like you said. Um, I don't know if they're gonna make it, man, because most of the teams are ahead of them. They just look more solidified in their um, game plan and strategy going down the, you know, going getting going down to the end here. Well, Baltimore's last two games, they're home against the Giants this week. It's pretty easy, yeah. And then they go to Cincy, so that should be two wins. And then Miami, they last two at Vegas this week, and then at Buffalo. You know, and if Buffalo doesn't have anything tough. clinched, they might still have to win that game. So it's a tough game. So yeah. if Miami, my Miami, Miami loses any one of those games, um, yeah. the Ravens could make it in. Yeah. Okay, there, there you go. Yeah. Mm. You got the Cardinals barely beating the Eagles 33-26. The battle of the Oklahoma quarterbacks, right? <laughs> they both put on a good show, man. I'll tell you yeah, that. It was and quite a game. Eagles got a problem now. Now they, now they got to have to move on with Wentz now, I think. Uh, he's already asking for a trade. He don't want to be a backup. So, you know, it's going to get messy in Philly this offseason there. Um, and maybe Hurts is the guy. I mean, listen, it's only two games. So I'm sure you go. Philly's thinking too. Like, listen, we can't just trade away uh, Wentz when we don't know what the heck Hurts is. I mean, yeah, he's playing great, but we, we don't know what he is. <laughs> We so, yeah, we've seen too many quarterbacks do this, man. Yeah, <laughs> watching football for years, you know that a quarterback comes in, his he's hot, you know, he's throwing 
fire everywhere and it's like touchdowns everywhere and then you know but then you know he kind of re- reverts to what he really is after a way after a while the thing about hurts i think that the thing that um i think that's driving everyone crazy is the fact that he seems so poised you know and and i think watching him play college football um i think that's the same thing he's always been that guy you know so so you're st- you you know he just puts that thing in your mind where well, if he could put it together, like, oh my God, the thing he could be. But again, like we say, you know, not everybody puts it together, man. We don't, we, you know, and we never see it coming too when it happens. <laughs> yeah, it's only two games. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Yep. But Philly's going to have a problem because how are you going to, if he plays, you know, his last, the next two games good, he's going to go into the offseason with, you know, looking great. And then, you know, uh, you're going to have a quarterback battle in the, you know, in the, in the camps. You know, is there going to be a, you know, a battle for the number one position? Are you going to move on from Wentz? If you move on from Wentz, you got a lot of dead cap money too. So uh, Philly's uh, Philly's got some problems this offseason to figure out. Yes, sir. It's very true. Yeah, no, good, good, good game for both teams. Um, game of by the, the week. week. Chiefs barely beat. The, go right ahead. Right. I'm sorry, Davin. I'm sorry, Davin. I, I, I don't, I don't know how we missed it, but we, we did not talk about the fact that Kyler Murray threw for over 400 yards in a game. Yeah, <laughs> he was, uh, and game. the fact that he was, yeah, he was dealing like, oh my, like he was playing so well. So I and just wanted Hopkins, to shout him out. Hopkins yeah, had a yeah. great game. Uh, Philly yeah, was also team, playing without Slay too. There was no Slay. Yeah. That team is gonna be a pain in the ass for anybody to play them. But yeah, I'm sorry, Davin. Just had to shout him out, man. That's a hell of a game by the kid. Yeah, definitely. Um, game of the week: Chiefs barely beat the Saints. Uh, Drew Brees coming back, uh, 32-29. Yeah, Brees didn't look like 100. percent And you know, I mean, they asked him. Obviously, no one's 100 percent at the end of the year, but you could see he wasn't, you know, all there. It seemed like he was definitely off, but. Um, you know what? They could hang with them offensively, but you know we were saying Kansas City is just—they're just too—they're just, just too good. I mean, they just when they want to score, they're going to score, and they do it in so many different ways. Um, the big thing I think that came out of this game was uh, Hilaire getting hurt. You know, and he's got that—that yeah, that was really bad—the high ankle sprain. We've seen that linger for a week, so I don't know if. Uh, we, we may not see him again in the playoffs. We'll, we'll see, but they said he might be ready for the playoffs. I don't know. High ankle sprains. But you know what? They do have a good, pretty good backup in Le'Veon Bell, so we're going to see what yeah, goes even, even Even the Williams kid, too. Yeah, right? he's not bad, too. You're he's right. not a bad running back, either. So yeah. they have, they have you know, they have some bullets in the chamber they could pull when they're ready. Yeah, they'll figure um, something out. <laughs> yeah, they'll figure something out. But the, but the thing that stood out to me was how well the Saints defense played. And 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 you would say, like, when I, I say that out loud, and you're like, well, the, you know, look at how many points the Chiefs scored. No team would be able to withstand that ridiculous pass rush and pressure other than the, the Chiefs. It just it's ridiculous that that um that the that they that they survived this, you know. I think Mahomes was sacked three times. You know, he was pressured. It was four? Yeah. I mean, he was pressured all game. I mean, that defense was on fire. 
but <laughs> right in the end, Mahomes is he, he's, he's just out. another. This is just a he's the guy's an alien, man. He yeah, it's he's just on crazy. another level, man. He's just yeah, he's out there. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, it was a good game overall. Uh, maybe maybe we'll see that in the Super Bowl. We we don't even know yet. So yeah, definitely. Uh, Browns twenty to the Giants six. Yeah, it was. I, I thought early on, uh, Judge went for it a couple of times on fourth and goal. You know, and in, in a game against Cleveland, you know what? You you know what? You you take your points when you can. You take your field goals keep the game close because Cleveland's not going to score 40 on you. Like if this was Kansas city, yeah. If you got fourth and goal from the three, you know what? Yeah. You're going to go for a touchdown because Kansas City's going to score on you and you're going to be playing catch up the whole game. So um, I could understand a team like that, but Cleveland, we have seen Cleveland's, you know, they're going to play a game like this where we, we were talking earlier. Do they really play great games? No, but they find hmm. ways to win. So yeah. Giants, if you know, maybe you put up a field goal. They they left at least six points, two field goals at least, um, out there that that they went for it on fourth and goal early on that they should have just kicked and it wouldn't have mattered obviously. But you know what? Sometimes it, it changes the game. But other than that, you know, Browns, you know, again they play a solid game, nothing great. You know, yep. they, Baker didn't have a great game or anything, um, but. You know what? They won the game in the end, and it'll be interesting. I, I hope they get a chance to win a division in that last game against Pittsburgh. That'll be good. That'll be a good, uh, a good matchup that last week. Since you said Baker Mayfield, I think I think it's I think we have to talk about the fact. Yeah, you would say that he did not play a great game, but if knowing what he could be, as in negatively, the fact that he had he threw the ball thirty-two times, didn't turn the ball over, had two touchdowns nearly 300 yards i think that was a great game for him yeah no it was it was you know it was a, it's a great game for him and and the thing is when he's that player when he could play that way he gives them a chance because that team has a pretty good pair of running backs and they could run the ball on you and they could be played very physical all they need is for their quarterback to not turn the ball over and right. and you know and complete th- a third downs and keep them on that offense on schedule, and they're gonna they're gonna cause a lot of issues for a lot of people. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. definitely gonna see more of that. So I Garrett, I think Garrett yeah. was um, a little banged up from uh, he had COVID a couple of weeks ago, and this was only yeah. his second game back. And they they talked about it, and you could see he was he was huffing and puffing the whole game. Yeah, he's just not himself. Yeah, because I was gonna say, what's his name had a really good game against him. Um, oh man, their first round. Oh, the tackle. Yeah. Um, uh, what's his name again? Um, uh, off the top of my head, I can't. Wills, 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 Wills. No, Jedrick Wills. Not Wills, Andrews, isn't it? The kid from Georgia. You're talking about the Giants. Yeah, the tackle. Oh, you're talking about right, right, right. The Giants tackle. My bad, my bad. I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, against Garrett. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Andrews. Yeah. He basically, I mean, I don't want to say he shut him down, but you know what? He didn't get it. I think he got a half a sack, a couple of tackles, whatever. But, uh, but you could tell Garrett was, you know, was uh, not himself. Yeah. So I don't want to give him too much credit, but still, Garrett at 75% is still probably better than 
you know, most defensive ends out there. So very uh, true. Yeah. So, but anyway, you know, we'll see if he gets right. better. Yep. Yeah. And then the shock of the week, Bengals mm. 27 of still is 17. Well, the second shock of the week. <laughs> we had, I think we had <laughs> the shocker of the week. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Think about it. Bengals had their, what, third string quarterback going, backup running back, and they still find a way to win. I mean, uh, Pittsburgh's, we said it earlier, man. Pittsburgh does not look good at all offensively they don't look good even defensively they don't look as good anymore early on at least the defense was solid now i mean if you're giving up points like this to cincinnati with their third string quarterback i mean that's not good and and all the the quarterback throws for under 100 yards right. and a touchdown <laughs> yeah how the hell did they score these points you know what you think about it through magic <laughs> i guess so I mean, it's like, crazy it's crazy when you look at the the you look at the box score, they literally, they, they, I mean, running the ball, I think that's how they control the ball. But the fact that they turned the ball over the amount of times they did, they turned the Steelers over that many times. And the Steelers defense just does not look any, any good, man. They could not stop them when they needed to. Um, it, 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 they were, they were all over the place, man. Um, and you know what, um, when they came out in the second half, I thought Pittsburgh was going to come back and win. They were down, what, 17-3 uh, at halftime or something? What was it at half? 17-0. Yeah, excuse me. No. Yeah. 17-0. Then they kicked the field goal, scored a touchdown. I thought, oh, here we go. You know, that third quarter, Pittsburgh looked like they were going to get on a roll. And then the fourth quarter, it was back to what yep. they looked like earlier. So something's up. I don't know if Ben is hurt. You know, maybe he's a little banged up. I don't know about him being hurt or the fact that they're, you know, people are just keen on the fact that he's throwing all those short passes, and you could see that people are waiting for, um, for those plays. They're sitting on those those short routes, and they're taking they're taking those away, and um, even to the point where he's trying to force the ball into these tight spots. How many drop interceptions did the Bengals have? Oh, I mean, oh. yeah, this is what. Right, and this is what I was saying. Like it's almost like everybody knows where they're going with the ball. And they're not, they're not, he, there's no execution down the field either because he missed so many wide open throws um, that he had down the field too. So um, he's just not playing well at this point. Um, I don't know, you could attribute that to old age or not or whatever. Has he played that well all season? I don't know if you would say Big Ben has, had, has played. Yeah, not great. Like, no. It, it just, right. Yeah. It, they just don't look that good at all, man. They did not look like a, a an unbeaten team, and they do not look like a playoff team right now. And I think Juju needs to stop his little dancing. Uh, you know, you don't dance on the other team's logo before the game starts. You know, like, I don't care who you're playing, who you are. You know what? That's a little disrespectful. You know, I know that to the fans, it's no big deal, I think. But to the players, that that's like, you know, you're dancing on on your on your home like that, you know. You kind of it's no respect for he's, you. So he's reduced to, himself to a clown, in my opinion. And some yeah. Jets fan want fans want this guy to come to New York. No, no. way. I don't want nothing. Nope. I don't want nothing. And you know what? And he hasn't done any this year. He's averaging, I think, eight eight point something yards a catch. That's yeah, not nah. a number one receiver. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Sorry. We'll pass. Yeah. 
I, I, you know, I said this before the, the season even started. Um, I remember we had this talk a while back. I, I did say I think Ben lost the touch, and it's time to retire. So yeah, I agree. I, I, <laughs> I, I think this is it. This is it. Regardless of what happens, I think he's going to retire, and they're going to be looking for a quarterback in the market. So yeah. don't be surprised if they can contact the Jets to see if they can try to get Darnold. Um, let, week all right, week fifteen uh, play of the week. Uh, mine. I'm I'm gonna go with somebody who we're probably never gonna say his name again, but <laughs> I'll say it this week. Um, the the Bears running back David Montgomery. That yeah. guy did. He basically carried that team. <laughs> you know, thirty two carries, one forty six, couple of touchdowns, kept his team in the playoff race. So. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him my my player of the week. Yeah, and I think both of my the both of the guys I'm thinking of they played in the same game. Um, the two quarterbacks between the 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 game for the birds, um, mm-hmm. the Eagles versus the Cardinals. Um, like I said, uh, Jalen Hurts having three thirty eight three touchdowns and and um, Murray having four six twenty seven or thirty six four six three touchdowns one interception. Um, I'll give that to Kyler Murray, man. That was a hell of a performance by the kid. Um, I'm going to give mine to the Bengals' defense for shutting down Ben Roethlisberger and that wide receiver core. So, yeah, shout-out to the Bengals' defense. Nobody didn't expect them to really shut it down like that. That's so, <laughs> yeah, shout-out to the Bengals. Bengals definitely deserved it. Um, uh, Christmas, we got the Vikings against the Saints. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Saints. The Saints need this to stay for that number one seed, so I'm I'm gonna go to Saints. Yeah, I, I go Saints too. I'm definitely picking the Saints. This is a must win for them. Uh, and then you got Saturday's games. You got the Buccaneers against the Lions. Gotta go Bucks. They need this Bucks. Yeah, I'm in it, Bucks. Yeah, Bucks too. Then you got the 49ers versus the Cardinals. Got to go with Arizona. Yep. Yeah. Going Arizona. Fran has their third string quarterback in now. So. And the final Saturday game is the Dolphins against the Raiders. Ooh, both teams need this. Um, I'm gonna pick Miami only because I think they're better. I, I don't know if the Raiders got anything left in them. Yeah, I pick Miami myself. This is this is crazy. Uh, <laughs> I, I might I'm gonna go with the Raiders. I'm gonna go with the Raiders the one. <laughs> so not not that that surprising, <laughs> right? Uh, no, before, right. Uh, before before we go on the Sunday's day games, uh, Chris, uh, forgot um the update the update on the wins. Um, all right. I had a I had a good week. I had thirteen wins. Um, Charmin was second with 11 wins. Davin had eight wins. So the standings now are I'm at 153. Uh, Charmin's at 146. And Davin's at 137. Yeah. So, all right. There we go. Uh, we got right. We got Broncos against the Chargers. Uh, um, I think I'm going to go with the Chargers. 
Yeah, me too. I'll go Chargers too, man. That kid is that kid really opened my eyes. Chargers kid, just he, he, something else. I'll pick the Broncos this game. Shout out to Bradley Chubb on this Pro Bowl, uh, Pro Bowl on being in the Pro Bowl. Um, uh, uh, we gotta talk about that. Uh, we uh, we know we all picking the Browns to beat the Jets, but we forgot to preview our game. I guess we can give a quick preview. Um, what you expect to see from the from the Jets against the Browns? I expect them to score on the first drive <laughs> like they have been. Um, uh, you know what? Maybe they, maybe they could stay hot um, after last week. You know, are they going to ride this, uh, this wave and get another win? I don't know. The Browns, man, they're, they're fighting for a playoff spot. If, if this was, you know, another team, I'd, I'd say maybe the Jets, but I think the Browns are playing so good right now. You know what? And they got their eye on maybe even a division title this year. So I don't think they're looking ahead, even though their big game is next week against Pittsburgh. But um, I'm going to still go with the Browns. Closer game, 27-20, I'll go with. Yeah, Browns. I, I uh, agree with you. That score sounds good, too. <laughs> uh, Browns, 27-16, I guess. Um. Ravens against the Giants. Uh, oh, I'm gonna go Ravens. Easy. Yeah, Ravens. Yeah, yeah I'll pick the Ravens as well. Um, Bengals against the Texans. I'm gonna go Texans. Yeah, Texans too. I don't think the Bengals defense could go up against this kid quarterback, better quarterback than they saw last week. Yeah, I'll go with the Texans as well. Ah. Uh, one of the must must see must watch games. Bears against the Jaguars. <laughs> mm. uh, I, I'm gonna say the Bears. Uh, they they can't lose to the Jaguars. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, Chris. Bears. I'm picking the Jaguars. There you go. This is this is this is the game that Trubisky is gonna mess up. It's too good to be true for Trubisky to be playing the way how he's playing. Um, Michigan did not have a bad game against the uh, the Ravens. Um, I think he went twenty one to twenty seven, over two hundred yards, two touchdowns. Yes, mm-hmm. they they got dominated by the Ravens by a better team, and yes, the Bears are a better team. But this is one of those weeks that us Jets fans is going to get that laugh back, and I think the Jacks are going to do it. <laughs> I, I think this is this is the only chance, and I think they're going to do it. Shockingly, um, Falcons against the Chiefs. <laughs> Gotta be KC, man. KC all the way. Okay, KC first round, first round bye. Yeah. Um. Uh, one of one of the one of the uh, games of the week: Colts against the Steelers. I'm, I'm going with the Colts, hands down. The Colts. Um. Yeah. The Steelers yeah. is not ready. They are yeah, not ready. I, I think I'm gonna go with Indy too. Panthers against uh, Washington. Washington. Panthers is falling apart. Yeah. And Washington needs it to get yep. the division. That's the only way they're getting in. So I'm going to go Washington also. Um, I'm going to pick Washington as well. Um, another game of the week. We got Rams against the Seahawks. Oof. I'm going to go Oof. Rams only because I think they they, they got to bounce back after last week. They were – Totally embarrassed against us, so I'm gonna go Rams. 
Yeah, I'm going to go Rams because I think this is the game they were looking forward to. That's why they look past the Jets. And they better win if they were looking forward to this one. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Can't mess up twice. Right. <laughs> I'm going with the Rams as well. Better defense. Better defense, and they'll be they'll be ready to play. Uh, oh, Jesus. Eagles against the Cowboys. Oh, man. Um, I can't even say it. Uh, I, you know what? I, I'll I'll go Philly because I I just can't pick Dallas. Yeah, I'm gonna go Philly too, man. I I just like the energy around the team right now. Yeah, uh, I, I guess I picked Dallas. Lord Jesus, I ain't got no one's <laughs> initiative anyway. So, yeah. Um, another um in um, another game of the week, Titans against the Packers. This will be interesting because we you mentioned it before that Tennessee, I mean that Green Bay is not so good against the run. So this is the best challenge that they could go up against right here. But Green Bay does want that number one seed, so I think they're going to figure out a way to win. Yeah, I, I I'm 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 with Tennessee on this one. Oh, this is tough for me, you know, <laughs> and 40, 40 touchdowns, four interceptions. Lord Jesus, uh, Tannehill actually had a great game against Detroit, and he's about to be in playoff form with Derrick Henry. Uh, this is this is tough. This is very tough for me. Um, and it's a Sunday night game, must watch. Um, I'm I'm going with the Titans. A very very close, very close game. I'm going with the Titans. Uh, Titans is going to be in real playoff form again, like last season. And last but not least, we got the Bills against the Patriots. Got to go Bills, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bills. Bills. Bills win this game, and uh, and Pittsburgh lose. Uh, that just means the Bills have got the number two seed. So let's let's go for it. <laughs> let's go for it. Bills all the way. Um, I think that's it for the podcast. Make sure y'all follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast. We do this for y'all every week. Make sure you leave us some feedback. What not until next week. Oh, thank thank y'all for listening to us as always. Um, we hope y'all have a, a good Merry Christmas and a good holidays. And until next week, we we'll take, take flight. Take flight. Take flight. <laughs>